Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Why, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Get This Shit. I'm uh, your host, Cassie, and joined today, again, and forever and always, by my co-host, Sam. Ooh, the wonderful, effervescent, and magnaflorious Sam. Yeah, that's what I meant. I've I've added a couple extra titles since last episode. I like it. <laughs> magnaflorious. It's a made-up word from a wonderful show called Better Off Ted that I've adored oh, yes. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. One of the main stars is Portia de Rossi. She's hilarious. From Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And Ellen's wife. Yes. Also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, she's like this business lady. Yeah. She's very serious. Very girl bossy. Very funny. <laughs> very funny. And they work for this corporation that's... Yeah, like, it's like a Dow yeah. or DuPont or... Research and development type yes. of weirdness yeah it's about the head of a r&d department for a ch- huge corporation yeah they have fake uh, commercials it's good oh stuff. my god it's so funny <laughs> i love the commercials inside of the tv yes. thing or uh tr- fucking tropic thunder oh the previews the inside fake of, previews yeah. oh my god my favorite one is the one with Robert Downey Jr. and Tobey Maguire, Satan's Alley. Satan's Alley. So good. <laughs> My coworker has uh, never seen Tropic Thunder. And she loves Danny McBride. And I was like, well, my well. friend, you need to watch this movie. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yep. Well. Even Tom Cruise couldn't ruin it. Uh, yeah, he is in it. And he does not ruin it, to be <laughs> honest. And I hate to say, but God, uh, he is one of the best characters in the whole fucking thing. It's very funny. <laughs> very funny. I just don't. I mean, even after uh, we listened to last podcast's uh, series on David Miscavige, like even after listening to that, I'm just like. But how, though? Like, how can he abandon, like, who he really is and play a semi-lovable character? Because he's a fucking sociopath. Like, You're not he's wrong. a psychotic sociopath. You're not wrong. With a misaligned tooth. Yeah. Don't come after us. We don't have anything. Oh, please. Come after us. Oh For the God. love of God. Ugh. <laughs> gross. <laughs> Gross. Um. So, interesting story. Uh, when about the last podcast on the left, uh, covering Dave Miscavige. Um. Yeah. Uh. Last podcast. Enjoy the free bump from us. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you see an uptick in listeners, you're welcome. You're. Uh, <laughs> you're so welcome. No, they were talking about like how the um South Park episode uh, of. Yeah. Uh, about Scientology really yes. fucked with them. And then I was on Instagram the other day and I saw in my reels... Your NSA agent heard? Yeah, mm, <laughs> apparently. Um, there I, it was a reel of an interview with a guy who was born and raised in Scientology and worked at like the Scientology headquarters for Oof. like 
15 years. Woof. And then saw that episode of South Park. Oh. And had no idea. Like, until he saw that episode of South Park... He had no idea about like the whole Xenu thing. Oh, sure, or whatever. He wasn't yeah, there he wasn't. Yet. Yeah, he wasn't. I think it's OT three is when you start getting yeah. to that stuff. But what a lot of people who don't realize is that if you're raised in it, like you're sheltered from the internet yes, and information yes. that tells you about what information's there and I higher didn't levels realize above you. How sheltered? Yeah. And like to get to OT three, this dude was like, you had to spend somewhere between like one hundred and two hundred thousand dollars, roughly, to get nope. to OT three. Because nope. it is, it it has been and always will be like a fucking scam. Like it's yeah, a scam to take your money. Play. Like it's yeah, it's pay to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think the stripper likes you? But <laughs> she does not. She does not. She she likes money. As soon as someone comes in with more money, they're like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh your personality's great. TC. Um, I'll be right back." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. They never come back. Never do. They never come back. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad I don't subscribe to anything like that. Right. I'm sure somebody somewhere would be like sure i mean you don't spend that much on your uh colored rocks so you're so funny i don't (laughs) i don't five bucks every here and there because i do like the little gym confetti or whatever the fuck it is just the little little shards little shards some of those little little shirts (laughs) some of those motherfuckers go for an insane amount of money like Mm -hmm. gigantic uh amethyst pillars and shit like that little mm-hmm. prisms and like stuff. the dildo Geo. sized ones yeah the dildo sized ones yeah <laughs> you know exactly which ones i've been looking at man <laughs> <laughs> they're polished and they're definitely like they're cylindrical polished crystals that have healing properties that if you're going to heal your inside it needs to be on the inside right yeah there you go there you go gotta shine Shine your light on me. Shine bright like a diamond. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Or an amethyst dildo. Yeah. Available at GTS's <laughs> uh, wish online. List? <laughs> <laughs> wish list. Yeah, we'll make a we'll make a wish list. Oh, can you imagine that breaking? No. <laughs> no, I cannot. Sorry, didn't mean to speak that into the universe. My oh bad, my guys. God. You're rude. <laughs> I'm so, so rude. rude. No gemstone dildos for you now. <laughs> oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. Well, speaking of dildos. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <With> that one. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Um. Oh, we watched that insane movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. We were with uh, our friends, and they showed us and made us aware of the film FDR American Badass. If you have not seen it, it is a it's not a waste of time. It's definitely not a waste of time. I really enjoyed it because it's so cheesy and so campy. Yeah. But it's uh like it is filled with like older and by older I just mean not young. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, but the character actors that you've seen in so many films, and but like all of them are together yeah, in this uh, one with dudes. no like, you know, leading like standout actor. Yes. It's just a bunch of them. 
together yeah. and they're in this film where it's about fdr go figure um, who gets polio because he was bitten by a werewolf <laughs> and it's um he then has to fight adolf hitler werewolf who's a werewolf and benito mussolini who's a werewolf and uh emperor hirohito of japan uh who's a werewolf and it's this whole conspiracy but it's so fucking ridiculous it's there, fucking funny yeah there are so many people in it like you said uh barry bostwick yeah ray weiss um oh yeah 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 um bruce gill uh richard rahey no rayleigh sure I would know these people by their faces. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, was, yes. But that's like, if you look it up, you'll be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy. It was when made, it, not made it, but it came out in 2012. <laughs> 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 um, It doesn't seem like that. It seems much more recent, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's wonderful. Uh, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. It's definitely a spoof. It's definitely not to be taken seriously. Uh, I would say there's probably one or two jokes in there that are a little spicy for today's market, but nothing that really stands out. I think I just remember one or two times. I was like, ooh, that pushed a limit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing it to the limit. <laughs> Tap dancing on that nerve. So... <laughs> You know, if you have a more sensitive <laughs> sense of humor than you used to back in 2012, I would say, you know, just keep an Maybe open mind. Maybe set this one out. You know. I. Uh, but if you're fine with ridiculous humor that is in the realm of being so outrageous it doesn't deserve to be taken seriously, then I think you earn the right frame of mind to enjoy that level of comedy. Yeah. Um. It. What I remember... Was very funny, <laughs> but per usual, I was not talking or eating, so or moving. Or moving so I was fighting was sleep the pretty whole time. Hard. The whole time, <laughs> I can't help it. I got the ADHDs. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, what else? Um. Oh, we went and saw Gareth Reynolds live. We sure did. Gary. <laughs> Gareth Reynolds from the dollop. Uh, he's doing a stand-up tour right now. And uh, he passed through Indianapolis, his second show of the tour. He started in Fort Wayne. Yeah. And I was like, pourquoi? Weirdo. <laughs> right? I was like, man, that's a hell of a way back it's to only, LA. It's only up from there. Like, yeah, you can only I mean, go up really? from Fort Wayne. I mean, Sorry, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a wonderful time. It was at Helium Comedy mm-hmm. Club, yep. uh, downtown Indianapolis. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, it's inside the mall. Yeah, he had that a, was weird. He had a yeah, he had a good set. It was good stuff. Yeah, uh, he had good openers mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. And he's been putting out a lot of content on the Instagram. Yep. Uh, so make sure you guys go give him a, a follow and a watch. Um, I can't remember the full name of his latest special. Oh, That's England amazing. Weed and the Rest is yes. available on YouTube on the All Things Comedy channel. Oh, wow. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, again. you're welcome again, 
Gareth <laughs> for the uh, bump. <laughs> yeah, we actually got to uh, meet him again because we met him with Kaylee back in the day um, yeah. in Bloomington. Yeah, when he was performing at the Comedy Attic right yeah. off the IU campus in Bloomington. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was. Uh, it literally was in the attic of like a little <laughs> baby downtown area. So I, but. We got to meet him, mm-hmm. chit-chatted with him, got a picture with him. Pretty fucking sweet. Um, I uh, told him that, you know, this was our third time seeing him because we saw uh, the dollop live for Sam's birthday. It was yeah. pretty fucking sweet. It was sweet. And uh, he was like, oh, my gosh, thanks so much. And he was so nice. And I said, yeah, we saw you for the first time at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, he was like, oh my gosh, I remember that. I was like, yeah, we gave you a white owl um, cigarillo pack and you started to open it up and all three of us went, oh my God, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we gave him a little doomy. He was like, oh my God, yeah. He was like, you guys are great. Thanks so much, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, yeah. And I got uh, some Jose pins. They're really cute. Jose mm-hmm. is his cat. He's fat. He's a black and white tuxedo cat. But um, got some pens and um, slipped him a tip in the <laughs> elevated form-ish of a thing. Yeah. Oh, now I'm implicating everyone in things. No, that didn't happen. This is all a dream. <laughs> this is all a dream. And you were there. And, and you, you were, were there. there. <laughs> but he was very nice. And, uh, you know, all of that good fun stuff. He was very nice about it. And uh, it was sweet. It was awesome mm-hmm. uh my dream was great <laughs> <laughs> for legal purposes allegedly <laughs> my dream was fabulous um but yeah um i think that's pretty much it for any um fun stuff yeah, oh we, we just will been be hanging out and vibing and stuff yeah, yeah. we will be uh visiting our friends Ann and Isaac, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be going to Nashville to visit Katie. Yep. And uh, yeah, we plan on pumping out more content. We have the the video back up again today. <laughs> we'll see so how we'll it goes. See. Yep. <laughs> we, we had some uh, minor technical difficulties before recording today so instead of figuring out the audio for the video we figured out the audio for the podcast audio (laughs) but hey we're back in action hey here we are here we are we get used to it (laughs) (laughs) not god somebody else though (laughs) fine gods whatever (laughs) there we go there we go all right well uh samuel Mm mm-hmm I think we've both prepared shit today, have we not? I have, yes. Wonderful. Well, I'll go first. Okay. I found this once again on TikTok, and I did everything else except gather the inspiration's fucking username. <laughs> so that'll be on the Instagrams. Oh my God, you suck. Oh, I did How are they going to get their bump, Cassie? Oh my God, <laughs> on the Instagrams. I promise. Oh my goodness. But, uh... I am going to tell you a story of a girl mm. <laughs> that grows up into a woman. Does this turn into Rumpelstiltskin? Ah, god damn it. <laughs> you figured me out. Uh, I'm so good at this, but I'm so bad. I'm so sorry. 
All right. Are you ready? Yes. Is it weird that you said story of a girl and my first thought was Rumble Silskin? You're so funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, of course. Cat hair rules everything, including my microphone. Puff. All right. Mary Denier was baptized in an English village of Godleyham in Surrey. That's about 40 miles away from London. Okay. So she wasn't Mary Professor. No. She wasn't Mary Denier. Aphromiser. Oh she was Mary Denier. Oh, my God. I No, I think it may be Denier. Okay. But I, girl... Her name's about to change, so don't even worry about All it. All right. Mary was, we don't know exactly lame. when she was born. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we know that no, she was baptized. 40 miles away from, from London. <laughs> we do. She was baptized February 21st, 1703. Okay. Do we know how old she was when she was baptized? I, it was when she was like just born, but it wasn't oh, the exact okay, day, so, but that's okay, when she I was baptized. You. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I yeah. Got when you. they dunked the baby. Yeah, no, that's a sprinkle. They don't dunk that shit (laughs) (laughs) so this place uh just happened to be one of the poorest areas in the country of course p.s sorry quick interrupt one of my favorite parts about the beginning of the pandemic was when the catholics did uh like they call it the baptism but when they sprinkle the babies but they did it with squirt guns guns. (laughs) yeah i just saw a picture of that and was reminded of it the other day and was like oh my god i forgot that happened yeah vampires are probably shitting their pants oh yeah (laughs) have holy water and squirt guns Oh, my God. All right. So not much is known about Mary's early life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is recorded that she could not read or write. Also, that she was healthy with a strong constitution, but small in size. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it was the 1700s in in one of the poorest parts of the country. So, of course, she couldn't read and write. Like, she's yeah. a woman in the 1700s. I don't know why you're getting hung up on that part, because it's going to get way worse. <laughs> okay. All right. So. <laughs> I bet. I mean, look, but she feisty, though. Like, she, she's she got that scrapper mentality. Well, it's also noted that she was very stupid and of a sullen timber. Well, look, here's the thing. <laughs> I'd be pissy, too. <laughs> if you can't read and write, and if you're known as being stupid, you best know how to do something and hopefully fighting is one of those things <laughs> yeah so when mary was 17 this would be 1720 okay she married 18 year old joshua toff hey this is a story from the 1700s where a 17 year old is marrying someone age appropriate Let's i know give a little right for that way yeah. to go All way right. to go time period <laughs> Uh, so now she's married Toff, so it doesn't matter what her name was. Okay. Uh, so Joshua, he, or Joshua. All right, so his name change, changes to James in my script as we go. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but we're for sure it's Joshua. No. <laughs> I think it's James, and it got corrected to Joshua. We're going with James. Okay. All no, right. we're not. Uh, it's Joshua or Jay. James. His name's Jay. Jay. Love it. So he was a wool textile worker or a okay. clothier. Okay. Clothier. clothier. Yeah, sure. yeah. So uh, the Toffs rented a home from a hops farmer 
Uh, and as a condition of living there, Mary and James. Mm, Jay. Um, well, okay. We're... Uh, J-Dog. J-Town. It's, it has to be James because of a certain fact coming up. Okay. So Mary and James were to work the fields. James split his time between the farm and multiple side hustles. Sure. Uh, when they worked the fields, they had to walk two hours to get to the field. Mm-hmm. Then they would work, mm-hmm. and then they would walk their asses home. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Needless to say, Is that the weird? Tough... <laughs> right? <laughs> They're not making bank. <laughs> so, in 1721, Mary gave birth birth to their first daughter. Okay. Mary. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, that's what they named her. Yeah. Yep. In 1723, mm-hmm. she gave birth to their second child, a daughter named Anne. I thought you were going to say James, and I was like, well, I mean, what yep. are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, sadly, Anne died of smallpox around the age of four months. Stupid. <laughs> smallpox. Stupid damn it. baby. <laughs> The next year, in 1724, Mary gave birth to a son named James. There it is. So that's why it has to be James. I don't know if it has to be. No, because everything was like, ha ha ha, everybody's named the same fucking thing. And I was like, that is funny. Mm -hmm. So I proposed that we call one Jimmy. The little one Jimmy. We're going to call the little one Jimmy. Uh, He doesn't matter. But yeah, sure. Oh, does he die at five months? <laughs> so we're going to fast forward a little Jesus. bit now to uh, 1726. Mary just discovers that she is pregnant again. Oof. Poor woman, right? She's out in the hops fields. She's weeding and she sees a rabbit. Okay. Mary and another woman try to catch this rabbit, but they are unsuccessful. Okay. Later in the day, another rabbit pops out. Mary and her friend are again unsuccessful in catching it. Oh, I think I may know the story. That night, Mary starts having weird pregnant dreams. <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> Can you guess what the dreams were about? Was it about rabbits? It was. At this time in history, he's making the creepiest face. I want you to remember that you're being recorded. Uh, no, it's okay. I don't. <laughs> you're creeping me out. Um, at the time uh, in history, rabbits were representatives of the royal family. So uh, they were not cheap, and depending on where you lived in England, it may be illegal to hunt, trap, or even eat rabbit. But Mary can't get bunnies off her brain. Nope, sure can't. She craved rabbit. 17 weeks after her failed bunny bash, there are some amazingly kept, like, records of time. I'm sorry, bunny bash? Yeah. What's a bunny bash? I was just trying to catch that bunny, man. Oh, okay. Just running after the bunny. Gotcha. I assume when that they you'd were have to bash to... it. Oh, okay, okay. I, I mean, gotcha. you could catch a bunny, but, like... I was thinking bash as in party. Bunny party. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> is that what she called her baby shower? Oh was my God, the, that's bunny bash? the bunny bash? That's kind of cute. <laughs> right? Um, okay. So I'm not crazy. <laughs> so um, uh, 17 weeks after that, Mary had what is described as an episode out in the field. Uh-oh. She started to free flow lactate in the middle of the field. 
Uh, well, th- look, that happens. Sometimes you spring a leak. Okay. Sometimes you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once the deluge had subsided, she developed colicky abdominal pain mm-hmm. and bleeding from her vagina. Well, yeah. Sometimes you patch one leak and it just moves to the next weakest spot. I it does. That. That's very accurate. That's very <laughs> accurate. So. Trigger warning, if you don't like this stuff, here we go. Um, Not long after, Mary passes what is a fleshy-like clump. Yes. So, uh, three weeks after that, she passed another fleshy clump of flesh. Yep. Even though she had miscarried twice, Mary's pregnancy symptoms still persist. Mm-hmm. Uh in September of that year. It's like she's multiplying like rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Beginning uh, at the beginning of September, she had the flooding from her breasts again. Uh, soon after that, September 27th, Mary falls gravely ill. Uh-oh. She sent for her mother-in-law, who was a midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, as quick as... As quick as the labor pain started, Mary delivered something that looked inhuman. It looked as if it was parts of a pig and some of its organs. Now, that is no way to talk about a young Republican, okay? (laughs) That's funny. A young Republican. Uh, In the morning, James took the specimens to Dr. John Howard, who lived in Guilford. Two days after James delivered the pig parts, the doctor came to visit Mary. Upon his arrival, he delivered a liverless cat, as well as an assortment of other meats. He brought or he took the... Nah, he caught... From Mary. Oh. A liverless cat. So she delivered. <laughs> she delivered a liverless cat or kitten. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not picturing Heathcliff over here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's no Garfield. Uh, it doesn't like Mondays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you said, I'm sorry, liverless cat. And mm-hmm. then I stopped listening. Uh, not other because assorted I, meats. <laughs> other assorted meats. Okay. So. Yes, yes, yes. So, understandably baffled, (laughs) Dr. Howard monitored her over the next month and recorded what came out. Mm -hmm. During that month, he noted that she had pushed out several legs from a cat, a rabbit's head, okay, as well as nine baby rabbits. All righty. They were all dead. In case you were wondering. Well, I figured there wasn't Fraggle Rock in there. (laughs) Fraggle Rock. I like it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, and no one's accused her of being a witch or anything? Well, uh, Dr. Howard, he informs scientists, uh, local doctors, and for an extra level of weirdness, uh, sends word to the King of England, George I. (laughs) Well, I mean, he look, he's bored. He's looking for, maybe he, you know, remember that show Oddities? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, it's great. You, you never know. He could have been a 
connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he, <laughs> the doc was so busy with Mary's bunny bonanza that all his other work suffered. So he decided to move Mary to Guilford. Uh, as Dr. Howard waited for the rest of the medical community to respond, he took any animal part that came out of Mary and ate it and pickled them. Damn, I was so close. I was one step uh, one step ahead. <laughs> one step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of these specimens was eventually delivered to King George. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What, do we know what they sent him? No. I Damn. didn't find a specifics. So, uh, someone who answered the call of Dr. Howard was Mr. St. Andre from Switzerland. John Howard. Um, oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. So sorry. Upon uh, St. Andre's arrival, oh, they find Mary... Uh, they, I'm sorry, they get word that Mary is having pains. Like, St. Andre. <laughs> There's a storm coming. Literally. Like, he pulls up to Dr. Howard's and is like, hey, man, how you doing? What's up? What's up? And then here comes a little, like, scullery maid. And she's like, Oi, governor! Hello, governor! <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, shit's about to pop off in here. You better, you better come in. That's, so they rush now, over, right? Cassie, some people may say that that con- timing is a bit convenient. <laughs> I mean, a bit convenient. But, man, she's been popping out these things a bunch. Um, Remember, she's even moved towns now. Sure. So upon entering, they find her up. She's dressed, and she's sitting uh, next to... um, A pile of lucky rabbit's feet. (laughs) uh, No, she's sitting in a bed, but she's, like, sitting up in bed and have, you know, like, several women near her. Mm -hmm. Um, St. Andre uh, examined her, but delivery did not appear imminent, so he waited for a fresh set of pains. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't have to wait very long because uh, at that time he delivered the trunk of a rabbit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought elephants it, had trunks. You're funny. <laughs> it didn't have any skin on it. Well, I mean, but like everything skin was... comes in the third trimester. Do we know? Skin how long? comes in the third trimester. You heard it here. Oh, my God. Uh, He, St. Andre, took a piece of a lung and put it in water so he could examine it further. And I'm like, why are you putting it in water? You should have put it in water. Dude. Or something. I didn't. I'm not the one doing it, right? I'm just saying, early 1700s uh, water. Probably not the most Uh, preservative. Probably not the best thing to put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he examines what. You know, the big the big old clump of it. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, the heart is large. The lungs are small. Um, and then he notes that Mary is uh, fine. She's she's cool. Um, walking around by herself. Goes over. Sits in a chair by a fireside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's when uh, St. Andre comes over. And he goes to examine 
her, giving her a whole, you know, work up. And um, he notes that there are irregularities in the course of her right fallopian tube in the 1700s. How the fuck would he know that? I do not know. I do not know. There are some very specific details in this. And I'm like, like, how do you know that? I mean, other than like exploratory surgery, like I wouldn't. And even then, like. I think he's just palpitating. But like how fucking but like, hard. Yes. How hard are you pushing on her? Yeah, there's no fucking And way. like going. Because I mean, you can't get at it from the inside. No, but like no. inside and out, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's just full of shit. Um, he deduced that the <clears throat> rabbit must have developed in the tube, only to enter the uterus during her pains just before delivery. That what? And upon examination, see, that's how I know he's full of shit. <laughs> there was no blood or liquor to be found. Liquor? Yeah, I don't know, but it specifically said liquor. Does he think that's what vaginal fluid is? Or? Girl, I don't know. I, Bro, they were still using the humors back in this shit. I know, but still, like... Oh, my I God. Don't know. Just, like, the amount of bullshit that yeah. people have come up... have That has been debunked of theories and shit in the past, like, 50 years of oh, like contemporary sure. shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to male doctors trying to have an understanding of female biology but not listening to women at the same time yeah <laughs> weird how a lot of wrong information comes out but yeah like, that's crazy me just picturing this in the 1700s yeah it's like, no good well, both Dr. Howard and St. Andre they are sending all of their findings and research and all that shit back to their different friends right uh-huh. in the doctor community uh, uh-huh in the doctor medical community and like i said all the way up the chain to the king like he is obsessed with this fucking shit how could obsessed you not with be? it yes 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 so She's squelching out clutches of random parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the king was like, I got to get out in on this even more. So he sends his best surgeon. I'm not going to attempt his first name because <laughs> it's it's nuts. And this is forever ago. So mm. he can't come and get me. But um, his last name is Eilers. Okay. Uh, Eilers was sent out by the king um, and he goes he observes a very convenient birth again oh, yeah. <laughs> right Timing after was he very arrives serendipitous. Uh-huh. and he is convinced that the rabbit came from her uterus mm-hmm. convinced um, was there any fecal matter in there? So that's really interesting. I'm just um, curious because I think she might be full of shit. You're so funny. <laughs> so um, there was a rabbit that came out that had fecal matter in its anus. Okay, so that doesn't happen. Uh, uh-huh. That, yeah. 
No. So, like, questions should be forming. One would think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, uh, Eilers wants to examine uh, to be sure that the rabbits weren't thrust up inside the uterus after, you know, she... Uh-huh. Gives birth. Um, he got all the way up inside of there and verified that Mary's cervix was elongated. So that like uh-huh. says you've given birth, but she has two like children, like human babies. Right. Yeah. Had three. Yeah. Um, but it I it's elongated and it's nice and tight, but it's pliable. It's softened. Like her, her, her cervix, her cervix. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's not dilated, but it's softened. So like, right, yeah. it, it could. It's like a loose asshole. It, sh- <laughs> sure. What? It's like a, it's a form of a sphincter. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yes. No. So, um, my dude, latest guy. What did I just say? Tyler. Thank you. God damn. I went because uh, I spelled it wrong in one area. And I'm like, what? Um, and it says annihilers. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Eilers. Uh, <coughs> so he's reporting straight to the king, right? Mm-hmm. The king can't fucking believe it. Yeah, he's no like, shit. absolutely not. No. Sir Richard, get your ass out there. Uh-huh. So Sir Richard goes. He is a respected obstetrician of the time. So oh. by far the most qualified person in the whole fucking bunch. Oh, right. Yeah. So Mary, I forwarded too far in my story. <laughs> Mary, by this time. No, don't turn on sticky keys. <laughs> Uh, by this time, Mary has had 17 rabbits. Oh, my God. Uh, she was in bed, and Sir Richard took uh, a history and examined her. Uh, Mary was having some pains, and the doctor asked her if she thought the rabbit was dead or alive. Uh. And all of her previous rabbits... Have been delivered dead. Uh-huh. But she and a few other witnesses swear that they saw her stomach like kicking like a Ew. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said that she wasn't sure, but the rabbit hadn't moved in hours. So when she delivered the next bunny, Sir Richard applied hot compresses to the rabbit in hopes to revive the obviously very dead rabbit. So this was Sir Richard who did that? Uh-huh. The latest, smartest I, dude. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know. if he thinks hot compresses bring dead rabbits back to Just life. Warm that baby back up. I'm curious of what expertise made him so qualified to be the country's leading obstetrician. You know what? I don't. I don't speak for the king, so... I don't know. Sure, yeah. He had a good... The king had good taste in pussy doctors, apparently. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, uh, Sir Richard starts asking questions. Like, mad questions. One Uh, would hope. Mary uh, explains that her supernatural birds... (laughs) Why did the hot compresses not work? I need to ask questions. Funny. (laughs) She explains that the supernatural birds um, have... They have been caused... By her earlier encounter with the rabbit in the field. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she was yeah, manifesting. Yeah. She read the secret 200 years too early. Well, at the time, people believed that a mother's thoughts and feelings could and did impact the look and development of their offspring in the womb. She's also described as stupid since she was a small child. So You're not wrong. I'm just saying. Why are we trusting her opinion on this matter? Oh she can't God. read. She can't write. She's been called stupid her whole life. <laughs> But no, no, no. What do you think's going on, Mary? (laughs) We don't respect your opinion and probably never will. But what do you, what's your take? What do you got? What's your take? So, no bunnies the rest of that day. No bunnies. No bunnies. All right. So, the next day. (laughs) She didn't have a hop in her step. Nope. No hop in her step. (laughs) The next day, word is sent. To all those weird medical mammer jammers, um, come quick. Bunnies are busting. Oh, my God. Medical team shows up. Mary's chilling by the fireplace again, just hanging out. And she was like, oh, even pains went away. So Sir Richard requests to examine Mary's bits. Mm-hmm. He finds something like a piece of skin inside her vagina. The object he found was a piece of hog's bladder. Okay. He turned around and calls bullshit. Yeah. Uh, He announces that he doesn't believe that the bladder came out of Mary's uterus. Weird. And Mary starts to cry. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Sir Richard was like, why the fuck are you crying? And she didn't answer. And one of her gal pals was like, she's really sad because he thinks she's a liar. And he was like, bring me a hog's bladder. And he was immediately brought a hog's bladder. Not was like, hey, in the house let me already. Go, all right, that's fine. Let me go butcher a hog. Let me drain it already and had it. remove its bladder. No, 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 no. Nope. We have this on hand. Yep. And don't mind the fact that there's this little square patch missing. <laughs> they just come like that. Do you need a new bladder? <laughs> come on down to Mary and possibly James's bladder barn. <laughs> and possibly. <laughs> possibly. Here at Bladders, 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 Bladders you'll find twice the deals that you would find all the way across town at Bladders World. Those fucks. Those fucks. (laughs) Um, So he was like, wow, that's that's suspicious. That's weird. Uh, He compares the two specimens and they're, wait for it identical oh wow it's almost like they came from the same bladder and apparently they both smelled like urine well it's a bladder yeah no but like it was in her and it came out and it still smelled because that could not smell good she had to have multiple infections and all that stuff but it still smelled like urine Mm -hmm. oh lord saint richard he's ridiculously insisting (laughs) That he would not be satisfied unless he could actually remove something from uh, the uterine cavity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard and St. Andre, uh, uh, they were like, chill, daddy. It's, it's coming around the mountain. St. Andre doubled down and was like, 
You're going to get what you fucking want. Richard, you're being ridiculous. Yes. Yes. She was full of shit. There's no way she could fool a man as smart as me. So are you calling me stupid? Yes. Yeah, he was like. The male ego. My dude, I fucking held it in my own fucking hands. Do you think I'm so stupid? I don't know what a dead rabbit feels like where it comes out of women's fallopian tubes into her vagina. Oh my God, yes. Mary has several Bro, more pains I went to that school. evening. <laughs> but nothing was delivered. Jesus Christ. It is now November 29th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how pregnancies work. And she is brought to London. Bro, she got demon. If this is legit, she's got a fucking demon, and they don't need a fucking obstetrician. I know. They need a fucking exorcist. Exorcist, right? yeah. And they need to exorcise this pussy. Oh, my is God. what they need to do. She has some contractions, but nothing else. Uh-huh. December 1st, the pains return. Mm-hmm. The newest doctor to the collection, because we've we're adding a couple, There's but the Russian only one nesting dolls of doctors. Listen, the only one of note is Dr. Douglas. Okay. He examines her and confirms that she is in fact having labor pains. Dougie. She starts having a little trouble breathing. Mm-hmm. Starts having some seizures. Okay. And starts going tachycardic. Oh, so her uh, heartbeat is normally... And now it's... Yeah, man, it's going insane. I just looked up... Our video is dead. Oh, no. We'll get a full episode one day. So, back to the story. We're tachycardic. Okay. All right? Elevated heartbeat. No bunnies that night. No bunnies. She passes out. And sleeps. Okay. Most of the night. December 2nd. Okay. (laughs) She has violent convulsions Uh with clenching fists, rolling eyes into the back of her head, and lots of seizure activity. Yeah. Imagine. I'm going to guess kind of similar without Googling. Yeah. I'm not going to Google. I'm not going to cheat. But if I were to Guess and Google the symptoms of toxic shock syndrome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably kind of similar. Probably yeah. might be a little similar. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, she was making some whining noises and uh, uh, suddenly passes out. Mm-hmm. Her pulse is very faint. Uh, and after a nearly two hour long fit, she's very weak and apparently has retrograde amnesia. I mean, if your body's in that level of shock, you might go into almost like a fugue state or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So, December 3rd goes by. She rests all day. December 4th, shit goes down. Okay. A porter named Thomas Howard testifies to the Justice of the Peace that he had smuggled a rabbit into Mary's chambers Earlier that week. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, so because <laughs> no it's good to eat for uh, prenatal care or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So um, following this accusation, she is arrested 
Um, and she is questioned by a justice of the peace, Sir Thomas. She denies all the allegations. Sure. Yeah. No. What are you going to do? Admit to that? You don't cop right? to that shit. Well, her no s- fucking cop to that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Her sister uh, couldn't lie 100 percent, though. Uh, so she said that she had secretly obtained a rabbit earlier in the week, but it was only for eating. Sir Thomas demands an examination and Mary said, all right, fine. Um, Sir Richard examines her and said that there was indeed something inside her uterus. Oof. So Sir Richard, remember he Yeah, a, he was the he was an the, earlier sir. Yes, he was the denier. He was the one who found the hog's bladder and was like, You full of shit, girl. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, there's something up there. There's something up there. When she produces nothing, Sir Thomas lights Mary up. <laughs> he threatened her with everything. She finally caved. Mm-hmm. And on December 7th, she spilled the guts again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I know it's her guts, but like, it didn't work. Like, so I said that. like beans in an like, English breakfast. There you go. <laughs> like beans in an English breakfast. She oozes, oozes out. The truth oozes out of her. <laughs> I want to say squelch again. Ew. <laughs> she admired. Um, one, two, Admits? three. Yes. I was like, wait, what? She admitted that after her first true miscarriage, uh-huh. because she did have right. an actual miscarriage, mm-hmm. um, her cervix was softened. Mm-hmm. And she and James... She was like, oh, look, a pocket. Pretty much. Um, they discovered that at, when... Uh, the cat, the cat incident is when they first... Um, discovered that she could how fit i don't know how did we go from a to b just shoved it in there like you could buy jump to conclusions map from office space but i'm pretty sure that's not on there yeah um well she decided after that it was way too painful to like go up there yeah like a full cat yeah uh, yeah, but to go all the oh, way, like all the through, way the cer- through the to cervix to the uterus. cervix okay, and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, so they just um, stuffed her Easter basket. Okay, instead, I'm just curious. Yeah, with the cat. Yeah, I'm just picturing the tail dangling out. Oh my god. <laughs> I personally was thinking of it as kind of oven midi. Yeah. And, Just yeah. in intermit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in her mitt. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> the uh turns out the judges would have also accepted in her muff. In her muff. <laughs> <laughs> um she had an unnamed accomplice who supplied her with uh rabbits frequently to keep gotcha. up her charade. Mm-hmm. This coupled with multiple confessions of people selling James rabbits. Oh my God. The jig was up. Mm -hmm. On December 9th, Mary was charged as a notorious and vile cheat and was incarcerated in Bridewell Prison for four months. What? You're the ones who are dumb enough to believe her. Listen, she she caused the she was born into poverty and found a grift. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Um, 
she had a public facing cell. So crowds like came and like gawked at her. Right. And they were like, it's the rabbit pussy lady. Yeah. Like, you know, eventually she was released <laughs> and without further charge. To which I would be like, at least I'll be known for something. What will you be known for? Nothing. Sure. You'll never be known for anything, you sad fucks. History will forget you. She says as she uh, walks <laughs> off into the sunset, disappearing into obscurity. <laughs> obscurity. We're talking about her centuries later. You're not wrong. Okay. On a podcast that's listened to by sevens of people. Sevens of people. <laughs> um, She, uh, I, there is nothing else notable of Mary after her time in the limelight in uh, the early uh, 1720s. Yeah, Um, rabbits buy you a little bit more than 15 minutes, but not much. But not much, (laughs) but not much. Um, She died in 1763 at the age of 60. Yeah, well. The ripe old age of 60. Look, rabbits take years off your life, I don't know what to tell you. Yep, and not, not one rabbit birth reported <laughs> since since then yeah so that is the story of mary toff and her litter of rabbits <laughs> she should have kept the feet for good luck uh well maybe <laughs> i had you heard about mary yes i had heard about mary there's actually a dollop episode about her god recent- damn it <laughs> you're just not caught up <laughs> no is it recent it's fairly recent yeah fucking <laughs> I'm mad because I would have listened to it. <laughs> hey, at least you're you can't be accused of copycatting. I uh, no, I can't. And now, oh, now I'm nervous. Now I'm gonna have to listen and uh, see how accurate I. Uh, I mean, got my you, script. I mean, you got from what I remember, and I got a pretty decent memory when I listened to stuff. Like you hit the high points. So yeah, I mean. that's what we aim for here at GTS. <laughs> the fucking high points. We well, <laughs> You definitely aim for the high points. Uh, ah, <laughs> aiming for the high points. Yeah, she smokes weed. Hey. <laughs> what? Allegedly. Allegedly. What? Hypothetically in her dreams. Never. And you in were my... there. And, and I was there. there. And you were there. <laughs> All right. You ready to get my shit? I sure am. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about... Julie de Abagni or something. I love it. Abagni? Sure. She's French. Who fucking cares? We're just going to call her Julie. It's fine. Love it. Julie. (laughs) So Julie was born in France in 1673. Woof. We both did uh, back in the day. Way back machine did it this week. Um, Her father, Gaston. Oh, fancy. Uh, was the grand squire uh, of Louis the Fourteenth. Um, Gaston was an accomplished swordsman, and his job as grand squire he trained the court pages uh, for King Louis. Uh, he, and yeah, he was basically an alcoholic drill instructor. Love it. Major pain, but a major pain. Yes. <laughs> and Julie was his only child. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
So, um, he more so trained her than raised her. No way. <laughs> right alongside the other boys. I, I'm tired of this, Grandpa! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, growing up, she learned how to ride horses, how to, like, feed them, take care of them blankets that stuff real horse girl yeah she learned how to shoe them oh um, shit some farrier like not make shoes I, i'm assuming she well sure. she may have done some blacksmithing i don't know sure but probably take the old ones off put new ones on yeah a farrier mm-hmm. um she also learned how to drink uh how to gamble uh, well those are important um how to avenge one's own honor when they're disrespected uh, i learned that at any a young age as well, so. Yeah. She also learned how to fuck up someone when they didn't back down after she threatened them. As one does <laughs> as a young girl. <laughs> Most importantly, she learned how to fence, uh, which she took to immediately. Not samesies, but that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was considered proficient by the time she was 12. <laughs> Oof. I don't know that I was good at anything at 12. <laughs> I'm talking. Uh, so she was raised around rough and tumble dudes, and she acted like them and dressed like them. Okay, we got ourselves a tomboy. Mm-hmm. But even that couldn't stop her from getting noticed for her auburn hair and piercing blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good time to note that there are many discrepancies when it comes to Julie's life story because it turns out it's pretty popular in France. Um, oh, okay. Very interesting figure, but there's a lot of sifting through when it comes to what actually happened, what's conjecture, what's folktales, what's not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, just a general note. Uh, so, somewhere between 14 and 16. Okay. Um. She took or was taken to be her dad's boss's mistress. Oh, no. We got ourselves a Liam Neeson's situations. No, like <laughs> either she took him or like it like seduced him or oh. he's or he was like, mm, come here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A took in situation. <laughs> um. She was possibly trafficked. <laughs> yeah, possibly. We don't know. Uh, it's the 1600s. <laughs> so it didn't take long for this man to get tired her of her, or it's possible that he realized he couldn't handle her. Ah, uh, she's too hot, too hot to handle. So, or, or so there's three theories: either okay. couldn't handle her, got tired of her, or created a smoke screen and I'll explain as okay so the next thing he does is he decides to uh marry he gives her dad a promotion all right and nice. then marries her off to this dude uh Monsoir Maupin ooh okay so Mr. Maupin uh had a job overseas uh collecting taxes uh, oh what a hero right yeah <laughs> Woo, but apparently he was like super boring timid very demure soft-spoken dude and 
Julie was not about that life. No. And how do you all. do your job like that, sir? Because I think he was just a bean counter. You okay. know what I mean? I, he wasn't the one that was like. No, he wasn't breaking taxes. legs or anything. Yeah, no. Taxes here. Are you that pesky tax shock? <laughs> so either he got tired of her or he realized that she was too much to handle and he was like trying to ship her off overseas. Okay. So the the first guy. Yes, the first guy. Yeah. Okay. And so he sets it up so she gets married to this dude and now she's out of his hair. Mm-hmm. Or he knew that she was like, nah, fuck that. You can go overseas and I'm going to stay here in France. And then oh. uh, so he could use that as a smokescreen to be like, OK, well, while she's here, I'll watch out for her and make sure that nothing bad happens. In the meantime, he still gets to bang her. OK. okay. Because if she was unmarried at a marrying age and an el- eligible mm-hmm woman then it would be uncouth for him to be seen with her and stuff sure so because she did grow up wealthy and was educated so she had status and stuff like that okay uh so yeah he had a job overseas she wasn't about to move with him um during this time uh so it's like she's done with first homeboy who like married her off and stuff She's like, yeah, I'm done with you. You're boring. I'm out. So then she becomes involved with an assistant fencing master named uh, Saran. Right. Right. Saran was in a duel and killed the other guy. Uh, Yeah. At this point, duels are illegal. Uh, So they have. Girl, they change their minds so many goddamn times. (laughs) All right, so we're it's a no go right now. So no, now they both flee Paris and uh, travel south to Marseille. Right? Uh, while they're together, he keeps training her in fencing. Oh dang! Yeah. I'm right. So now it's like fencing in and out of the bedroom. I see. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> so. On the way to Marseille, uh, they make a living by... Because they just, like, run with what was in their fucking pockets and shit, right? Oh, all right. Damn. Um, So they make a living by stopping at taverns and fairs, and they'll sing a song or two and give fencing uh-huh. exhibitions, right? Oh, cool, cool, cool. Throw, throw a coin to your witcher, please. Right, yeah. Uh, so during their travels, uh, she dressed as a, in men's clothing, but at no point was like she trying to like masquerade as a man to make it easier for travel or whatever. She was just like, no, this is more comfy. It's more utilitarian. Sure. Fuck these dresses. A little bit of a uh, El Dorado situation. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> Uh, so once uh, Saran and Julie got to Marseille, they parted ways. I guess the flame was died down. They got to where the they needed to go. The thrill is gone. <laughs> the thrill is gone away. Okay. Uh, but Julie kept the shtick going, right? So she would travel across Marseille going she fencing to... fencing herself? <laughs> going to taverns. No, that's a different type of show. Funny. Uh, <laughs> she would go to taverns. She would sing a song or two and then challenge anyone in the audience to a duel. Fun. Uh, and then 
if someone stepped up and accepted, she would get in their head and get them off their game by making up and singing a humiliating song about them. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I want to be roasted by this child. I was going to say, have you ever like been in junior high and seen some girl like roast a girl before she beat her ass? Like, yeah, with the fucking claps or or like the peanut butter Reese cup. If you like, you remember the little rhyming schemes that they had back in the day? I thought you were going to do a full ass one. Oh, God, no, I wish. I don't remember. That's funny. (laughs) I used to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, she would get in their heads, get them off their game, and then she'd, uh, win the duels every fucking time. Every time. (laughs) I love it. Uh, one time she made this dude look so stupid that he accused her of being a man in a wig and makeup, like a musketeer or some shit. Oh, my God. She was like, you want to, what, you want to see my fucking titties? Like, get out of here. Her retort was she ripped open her blouse. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And asked the audience what they thought. (laughs) Does this look like the chest of a man? (laughs) Allegedly, the crowd fell silent, but I don't buy that for a second. My ass. I'd be like, Titties! It ain't no bad titties. Or wait, uh, what would be the um one of the no, Excelsior? <laughs> Is that more appropriate for the? I mean, time? maybe. I mean, it's France, so who knows? They'd be oh, like, oh, titties. <laughs> just like that, just. You fucking nailed it. Not now, but in like the 1670s. I never heard a better French impression. (laughs) (laughs) Titties. So while she's gone around from tavern to tavern, uh, she was spotted by some people who uh, were with the Marseille Opera. Uh, oh, and they were like, she's got moxie. And, well, they were like, she's got a voice. Because remember, she'd sing like a song or two. And then she'd sing yeah, these songs yeah. about the dudes. And, they were, and like, they were like, and she has a great rack. They are like, I mean, she's not bad at singing. Yeah, like you said, titties don't hurt. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, they convince her to join the Marseille Opera. I mean, what else is she doing? So... While she's per- going around in uh, doing performances with the opera, she caught the attention of this hot young blonde girl um, who was the daughter of a wealthy local merchant. Ooh. Right? So they start shacking up, right? Oh, all right, girl. <laughs> okay. Uh, then her parents found out. Oh, that's probably not great. It's not great. Her so they, they ship their daughter to a convent. What the fuck? Because, you know, they got to fix her, right? I, we got to pray the gay away. <clears throat> yeah, except they didn't. Something happened they didn't expect. <laughs> um, Julie followed her <laughs> to the convent. Oh, shit. And then pretends to convert. Yeah, yeah of course. Takes the O's. Yeah. And like joins the convent. Yeah. On a lark. Yeah. What else is she doing? They're there for a very short period of time when one of the elderly nuns passes away. They then take the elderly nun's body. What? 
put it in the blonde chick's bed. Uh-huh. Set the room and part of the rest of the convent on fire. Sounds about right. <laughs> so they could escape together. Samuel, you've never set a structure on fire in the name of our love. I, what no, the fuck? I almost burnt down our kitchen You once, did. You so. did. You did. You shut your dirty mouth. You did. Never mind. I stand corrected. So all this was so that they could keep shacking up for like three more months and then the blonde chick went back to her family oh my god you know it's been real fun it's been real fun but i kind of miss my mom and dad i'm just like i'm really tired of walking like how long are we going to keep this up yeah i think i like men so julie gets charged for these crimes what yeah but turns out when she was charged um like she wasn't there for it the they were just like, someone did this. and Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I don't know. <clears throat> what, do you expect her to not get charged if they did catch her? <laughs> no. Okay. But so they charged her, but they charged her as a man because they didn't think a woman could have pulled all that off. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're totally right. <laughs> right. But anyway, she's now she's. Left the convent. She's back in men's She's a clothes. Woman and, on the run. Right? And back on the road. Woman on the run. So she's making her way around uh, the countryside and uh, making ends meet by singing at different taverns and inns okay. where she's staying, okay. right? One day she literally bumped into this dude, uh, Comte de Albert. Oh, all right. Um, and he was like, Compo dude, what Albert. the fuck? What, oh. what the fuck? All right, a little like, bit of a bro. Yeah, watch where you're walking. And like, watch where you're walking, bro. Like, you got a fucking problem? And she was like, what if we do have a fucking problem? What and, if we fucking do? Mm-hmm. So he challenges her to a duel because... She said, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because he he thought she was a man because she was wearing sure. dude clothes. sure. Uh, and she was like, yeah, okay. Let's do it. Yeah, do it. She kicks the shit out of this dude. Fucking flips his sword like away from him. Yeah, uh, like, su- and it clangs like super embarrassingly. And she's like, anything else? Yeah, no. I mean, I think she probably poked him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Good. Because it says he was wounded. And then... <laughs> Uh, Physically later, and emotionally. <laughs> no shit. Uh, later, she felt bad. So she decided to That's, go where he was at. She mm-hmm. helped nurse him back to health. What? Yeah. She then uh, briefly took him as a lover. Ah, got poked by yeah, him. Exactly. All yeah. right. All right. Way to go, Mary. Uh, and then I guess that fizzled or they figured they weren't compatible. Man, but she's they... slamming clam all over the place, <laughs> dude. dude. Honey, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like when I first started reading the story about like her being 14 and like possibly taking her dad's boss as like her taking him. I was yeah. like doubtful doubtful but like the longer the story goes on i was like i don't know maybe she's just got fucking she just might be a very hypersexual person who grew up around like fucking nasty grody locker room talking dudes her whole fucking life yeah yeah. you know yeah no way she may have father issues 
Yeah, I couldn't imagine. But I mean... She's out there fucking tame and strange, man. She is living her life like a fucking teenage boy would. Yeah. Except for the fact since she's a chick, like, it's a lot easier for an attractive woman to get either dick or pussy than it was yeah. than it is for like a greasy pimply fucking know nothing teenage boy like I used to be. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you were cute. Yeah, okay. Uh, In your flame shirts. Shut up! It was era appropriate. It was era appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the they fucked for a little bit and the but they stayed lifelong friends. Um, all right, all right. So now, um. She started taking singing lessons from a retired teacher named uh, Marichal. Marichal. Anyway, so she takes singing lessons. Great. Right. She also took a new lover. I don't expect anything less than <laughs> from Jules. Right. Named Gabriel, who oh, was uh, an angelic. aspiring singer as well. All right. All okay. right. We got pipes. Yeah, and together they head back to Paris. Oh, all right. She mm-hmm. thinks it's been long enough. She I can guess. return. So they get there, uh, and Gabe goes to audition at the uh, Paris Opera. Oh, and Julie goes back to her first sir, sire, dude, her uh, dad's boss. Buddy, yeah. yeah. To be like, Uncle hey, 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 to try to convince him to arrange a pardon for her because she may have set a convent on fire, um, body snatched an elderly nun, a recently deceased elderly nun, uh, kidnapped the, the daughter of a local merchant, and a couple other things, you know. Yeah, just small crimes, really. Right, yeah, just, you know, a Nothing, little bit of... No big deals. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just a couple couple of oopsies. <laughs> just a little, just a oopsie-poopsie. Just a little bit of crime. A little oopsie-poopsie. Just a tiny bit of crime. So, uh, Gabe's audition... Just a baby! <laughs> just a baby! <laughs> uh, Gabe's audition went well. Turns out boy can sing. Great. We got so, good pipes. So the Paris the the Paris Opera is like we need you now. Oh, all right. Go like, on tour. We want to hire you now. Right and now. Gabe is like I'm totally willing to work for you guys. Be a part of this opera. It'll be lit. It'll be jazz. But I'm going to need you to get Julie a spot too. And they're like uh no. It's not how that's not how that works and he was like all right tell you what at least give her an audition or else i walk hey all right hey that that is um what not comparable what's amenable yeah uh (laughs) so yeah they were like all right we acquiesce your requests uh turns out she also can sing hell yeah we knew that um she's naturally a contralto uh, which, like, in France is not common. That's more of an no. Italian thing. Yeah. Right? Which you studied opera, so you know that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I read this, so it's probably true. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, she's naturally a contralto. Uh, 
Amazing. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> you'd think, you'd think, but no, not these pipes. No, ma'am. So she nailed the audition and was hired. And then shortly after, she was also pardoned. I was going to ask, did we get around to that little pardon? <laughs> All right. So because she sings so good. Mm-hmm. She literally sings her way into a pardon. So she from went, none burning. <laughs> so she went from being raised a tomboy mm-hmm. to becoming a fugitive, mm-hmm. a fugitive street performer, mm-hmm. to being pardoned by the king and performing with one of the best and most famous singing companies on the face of the planet. And did all of this by the age of 17. (laughs) Do you remember the conversation that we had earlier this week? That I was like, I'm 34 and my life's nothing like I fucking thought it was going to be. I am so grateful and I love it. You are not helping this. At 17, by 17, I was no longer doing hard drugs. Like, (laughs) I had given up my wild ways by 17. (laughs) Well, we will find out more about what she does after 17 next episode on part two. And trust me, it gets better. The re-shitting. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> the re... I got nothing else. I got nothing else. <laughs> we'll, we'll, the refried we'll beans it. <laughs> of it. Oh my gosh. I, I, that's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to hear... Fucking and fighting and singing and singing her way through. <laughs> I... She's my hero, I think, so far. <laughs> oh, oh no, it does not stop. Oh, uh, good. I'm so glad. Well, damn. Uh, I All right. I guess we'll pick up this shit next, <laughs> next episode. <laughs> well, thanks for the, uh, the teaser, mm-hmm. Samuel. Yes, next section, session should be longer, but there's no, it's oh not really a middle point to break sure, it Sure, sure, sure. All right. Well, she's a badass... Young and sweet, <laughs> only 17. Yeah. She really is a dancing queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good Lord. All right, Sam. Um, I do have something that you need to get. Okay. All right. This week, forget that shit. We are featuring Pen Pen Merger. Okay. P-I-N, P-E-N, pin, pen. Pin, pen, okay. Yeah, merger. Uh, you Pink. can find them on Etsy, which I'll link and all that good and fun stuff, and also on TikTok and IG at pin, pin, merger. Uh, they have wearable progressive messages, uh, things like harm reduction, health equality, and social justice swag from deep in the heart of Texas. Nice. They have stickers, pins, those pulley badge doodles, the mm, zh- mm-hmm, zh- mm-hmm, those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have stickers, lighters, home decor, plushies, and more. Uh, just a couple of examples. Um, there is um there's a rainbow pen 
um, like um, brooch pin. Oh, pin. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A pin. Um, it has the uh, inclusive rainbow and then the trans rainbow underneath. And it says, you are safe with me. Mm, nice. um, there is an adorable sun catcher for $8. It's a cloud with a little sun. And it says, come back with a warrant. <laughs> I desperately yes, fucking need it. Please. I desperately need it. There is a beautiful sticker that is like the Barbie heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pink heart, sparkly ribbon on the outside, little twinkle twinkle, and it says Antifa Bimbo. Uh, that's funny. Um bumper stickers. Uh, the war on drugs is a tool of black oppression, <laughs> which well, that's is just accurate. Uh, just accurate. There's sticker that says Jesus loves sex workers. He yes, <laughs> one of he his does? most devout followers was a sex worker. Yes, uh, there are um, lighters that have the one eight hundred number to the never use alone hotline. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, harm reduction and uh, all of these things, they have shirts and uh, just different stuff. Um, They have a little canister that uh, says edibles on it. (laughs) And then they have one that says opium that has poppies on it. (laughs) And a cute little chibi uh marijuana bud sticker <laughs> um i love people who love drugs coloring book um <laughs> there's also a stigma kills sticker yeah um, i mean i yeah. uh, i am very passionate about harm reduction yes because yeah. um as someone who struggled with uh the use of opioids um in a very unhealthy fashion mm-hmm. when i was younger um uh it wouldn't more of this type of message wouldn't have made me feel like a piece of shit yeah well and we i don't know that many people personally who have um passed away due to overdose mm, yeah uh but i have close friends of mine who came from uh, a rougher background and and from a background of usage yeah who a lot of their friends who they had to yeah. distance themselves from for their own recovery didn't make it out you yeah know? and so yeah there's harm reduction is a valid way to uh, invest in yourself and to get started in a better direction yes yeah sometimes i sometimes you're never free of absolutely everything that plagues you and what have you but just taking care of yourself and taking precautions and doing things just one percent better than you did the day before Mm -hmm. is a start it is progress and um a harm reduction save life saves lives yes so yeah and even if not just your own those who could be possibly affected by yeah you being in an altered state and you do doing something that you would regret for a really long time yes yes so make sure you guys go over to etsy 
and you visit Pen Pen Merger uh, on TikTok and Instagram as well. Totally. Uh, we'll tag them so they'll just be a click away. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, while we finish this up, Samuel, you got anything? Um. I did have a thought when you were talking about Jesus uh, hanging out with prostitutes. Oh, God. What's that? Oh, no. It was just something that came to me the other day. I was like, you guys do realize that two things. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I've hung out with people who have issues with the LGBTQ community. Oh, so you hang out with losers. Or you're I'm, forced to be around them. I was going to say, I have been, I'm sorry, I do not choose to hang out with these people, but I have been around plenty. And a lot of them come from a quote unquote Judeo Christian morals standpoint on it. And mm. I'm just like, you do realize that Jesus hung out with gay people, right? Like, yeah, he wouldn't have been a fan of you. He hung out with tax collectors and prostitutes and sinners and. This is in the Roman Empire. Like, you think there wasn't a bunch of like gay there dudes? There were yeah. literally brothels and bathhouses <laughs> yeah. on every corner, like Starbucks and or CVS. <laughs> and also, I've been around people who turn uh, turn their nose up a lot uh, around certain, like if you have a certain way of speaking. Or tell a certain story, but like, do you guys honestly think that these people censored themselves around Jesus? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't go, he didn't bash him over the head and go, Hey, um, I'm gonna need you to not talk like that or this or that. Ain't is not a word, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, you meant there instead of there, <laughs> like, he was just different, he just was, yeah. this is how I am. And I choose to meet people where they are, obviously. I literally don't understand how uh, I people who call themselves, you know, Christians or whatever, and they consider that they follow, you know, the fucking rules and stuff like that. The overwhelming uh, theme of the Bible, mm-hmm. as we know it, and like the teachings of Jesus is... Just love people for how they are, and and like, you should be a good influence yeah, and let the and be helpful. God or the and, higher power sort out the rest. Yeah, yeah, you just need to be a good person and spread and you know spread the word about me about you know if you join this like we're cool we're groovy yeah. it's sunshine happy times mm-hmm. but instead you're fucking asshole Bethany yeah and uh, you fucking judge. And literally, yeah. Well, I mean, once you start bringing stories, once you start bringing organized religion into it, you have. And I'm not saying anything bad against organized religion as a whole, because (laughs) it has had some positive influences, especially in my life and plenty of people I know. So it is not ostensibly, objectively bad. But once you start creating that type of structure, then you need means to support that structure. So you have things like tithing and donations and offering and stuff like that. And it's natural human nature to want to, if you're paying for something, you want to get something out of it, right? Yeah. So not, so 
you're not buying your eternal life or whatever, but you if you give more then you for a lot of people you create a sense of piety like oh i gave so much so therefore so i'm better yeah (laughs) yeah so a lot of that piety doesn't or false sense of superiority doesn't come from uh like the teachings or the book itself it comes from uh Either people's fucked up shit or being yeah. in a system that is operated. I have so many indulgences. <laughs> right, yeah. Or coming from a system that has been that waste for so long. Sure. Just that type of behavior has just become so normalized without any, anyone really uh, examining just, it a whole I, lot. You know, if Jesus comes back, I you know, I really hope that he is uh, the weird American happy jesus buddy christ buddy thank you buddy christ i hope it's alanis morissette <laughs> fucking blue these colors don't run fucking oh, yeah. redneck jesus because like why do you think He'll think that you're cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope you get everything that you want <laughs> because then I want him to be on a reality show and we're going to call it The Reckoning. <laughs> oh my God. And he's going to fucking pew with little lasers out of his fucking finger guns when people he's <laughs> like, mm, sorry, you're not one of the what? Like four, four, forty four thousand. Hundred and forty four thousand. Thank you. Hundred forty four thousand. I knew the forty four was in there, though. You did. I. <laughs> You just get blasted with a little Jesus laser beam and a boom. You're not one of them. What is this like? He saves Celebrity Apprentice 97. Uh, Celebrity (laughs) Apprentice Big Boss Edition. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of you're fired, it's you're damned. (laughs) You're damned. You're damned. (laughs) I love it. You're damned. I love it. Well, so guys, while you're avoiding being damned, <laughs> while you're avoiding Jesus's laser finger guns of damnation, <laughs> keep us in your earballs. Make sure we're in your earballs when you go to the great beyond. <laughs> you can listen to us on many different streaming platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, if you want to see awkward shenanigans, you can visit our Instagram or YouTube channel at GTS underscore podcast <coughs> jesus I tried you better watch on. out for the laser beams i tried to hold on pew, pew, pew. <laughs> while you're there please like pew follow pew subscribe <laughs> what is this pew. morning zoo fucking yes. soundboard shit oh my god while you're there please be sure to that <laughs> just turned into kermit you did you did uh kermit the frog here saying Help us grow our shit. Uh, <laughs> check out our link tree to find our episode, uh, our episode guide, maybe. I don't know what I was trying to say. Website, new YouTube channel, episode resources, and go. much more. Give us a holler if you have a small business you want us to hype or a topic that you don't want to do homework on, like Jesus laser beam. Yes. Yeah. We're Kermit the Frog here <laughs> saying, please send us an email. <laughs> do it. At GTS podcast. No. GTS underscore. Get this shit podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. I'm not paying for this.
famous Kermit impressionist. <laughs> he was terrible. Got the lines wrong the whole time. Look, I'm just flying high in crystal meth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Miss Piggy? Where's Miss Piggy? Be safe out there. Um, love and light it up on fire. Stay stinky, my friends. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. <laughs> Say bye, Kermit. Bye, guys. <laughs>